the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Average price of gasoline holding steady over the past two weeks at three forty-nine a gallon. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says spiking ethanol costs prevented a drop in the prices. Average price at the pump, though, is a dollar thirty-one higher than what we paid one year ago. Fox News says it will not pay Kyle Rittenhouse for any special access during his murder trial or even after the acquittal. Hours after he was found guilty, Fox announced that Rittenhouse would give his first interview to Tucker Carlson and was also participating in a documentary being made by Carlson's team. Experts in Southern California investigating an oil sheen spotted Saturday near last month's crude pipeline Amplify Energy owns that pipeline that leaks some 25,000 gallons of crude. This is SRN News. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. AM 1280 The Patriot is one of the great radio stations in America. I'm proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because 1280 The Patriot is composed of truly terrific people. Whenever I visit the Twin Cities, it's an added bonus to meet the people at this great station. You're too kind. We make a great team. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280, The Patriot. We've got another hour of the Closer Edition with Brad Carlson coming up next year on The Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can always find the podcast at am1280thepatriot.com. Let's update your forecast. Clear skies out there, breezy conditions, and temps are dropping to about 26 by 5, all the way down to 16 overnight. Breezy conditions through the overnight, Mostly clear to start Monday and about 34 for our Monday high. That's your forecast on the Patriot. Tom Matiney and New American Funding, they want to cover the rent or mortgage next year. Why not let them? You can sign up daily at am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. AM 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 
And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And uh, I am live streaming the broadcast. I'm waving to the camera right now. And uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the news this past week, obviously the uh, homicide trial of 18-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse pretty much was uh, the dominant story across all news channels. And it culminated this past Friday with Rittenhouse being acquitted of all charges, uh, five charges in all. Uh, after testifying, he acted in self-defense in the deadly Kenosha shootings. That became a flashpoint in debate over guns, vigilantism, and racial injustice in the U.S. Uh, that was from an Associated Press story, by the way. Uh, one person who was uh, covering the trial and was actually on the ground last year uh, during the unrest was townhall.com writer Julio Rosas, and he also has a new book coming out that we're definitely going to want to promote as well. Very relevant to the topic we're going to be uh, discussing today. And he joins us right now on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Julio Rosas, always good to talk to you, sir. How are you today? I'm doing good, Brad. Thank you. Well, we appreciate the time, uh, as always, Julio. I know we had you on uh, last year because uh, you were on the actually on the ground here in Minneapolis during the unrest in the aftermath of George Floyd's murder, as well as in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Obviously, we want to focus uh, on Kenosha. Now, if I remember right, uh, Julio Rosas, after, uh, I mean, what started that whole unrest in Kenosha was the shooting, uh, police shooting of Jacob Blake, and you pretty much knew right then and there there was going to be some un- unrest. Didn't you reach out to your employer pretty much that day saying, I need to be on the ground as soon as possible. Is that am I remembering that right, Julio Rosas? Yeah, basically, um, I was actually familiar with with Kenosha prior to it becoming uh, known to the rest of the nation last year, and uh, I just knew that you know it was a relatively small town, and I just uh, I knew that the unfortunately the the law enforcement uh, resources necessary they didn't have that on hand mm. uh, to prevent any major riots, and so. Um, as soon as I got the approval, I took the first flight out to uh, to Milwaukee uh, from D.C. that Monday. Okay. And obviously uh, you had seen everything unfold. Now, did you actually see the uh, specific Rittenhouse incidents of that hand? Did you or did you hear about them shortly after? I mean, how did you first come to know about uh, that particular aspect of it? Uh, so I saw the second half where he shot Anthony Huber and Grosskreutz, and that's because they were actively attacking him sure uh, um i was I, I was up the street when he shot joseph rosenbaum because again rosenbaum was attacking rittenhouse and so being the person that i am i started to run towards where the gunfire was coming from and as i was going south on sheridan road which is one of the main roads in kenosha uh that's when i saw him running north because he was trying to get to the police uh and so uh, i started filming that because i could hear people shouting he shot somebody he shot somebody mm. Uh, get him, and so uh, you know, he was still trying to run away. And the, but then it was after he was attacked from behind, and then he tripped and fell down. That's when you know everything everything happened and, and took place. And I was he, he was about he was in the middle of the street, and I was on uh, I was on the western side uh, of the street uh, when when that all took place. Okay, so now uh, we'll fast forward obviously to the trial that uh, took place uh, this past month and culminated as we said on Friday. Uh, were you there for the in- duration of the trial, Julio? I mean, uh, kind of walk us through about uh, what yeah. you witnessed and uh, what you reported on. Yeah, so I, I was there day one, um, and I was there, <laughs> and I stayed was there every day of, of the trial, and I was in the courtroom one time. Uh, and 
I mean, look, the the going into this, I knew this was going to be a very hard case for the prosecution to to say that this was some vigilante active shooter that was trying to kill as many people as possible uh, just because we, one, I was there, uh, right. but also two, the, the, the video evidence that was captured by myself and, and a few other people. And, but once it actually got underway, I mean, the first thing that the assistant district attorney said in his opening argument was that, Oh, well actually Rittenhouse chased Joseph Rosenbaum. And it's like, no, that's that's a lie. That's not what happened. What the heck? Are, what the heck are you talking about? And of course, the reason why they had a lie, and that wasn't the only lie that they had to say to the jury, but it's the reason why they had to lie was because they had no case. Right. I mean, this should have never been brought to trial. And so, you would think that the revelation or the 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 more heightened awareness on the lack of a case against Rittenhouse would have had the mainstream media kind of realize at the, at that moment, like, Oh wow, we really screwed up. But no, no, they continue to uh, do perpetuate false narratives. Even with the trial was ongoing. I mean, it was, it was unreal. It, 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 it seemed like they weren't watching the same thing that I was watching in, in the courthouse. It was, it was unbelievable. And even still to this day, even after the verdict has been rendered, um, people are still saying he uh, on the news are still saying that he crossed state lines with the AR-15, right. uh, when the AR-15 never left Wisconsin until right. after the shooting took place because it was always in Wisconsin. It's, it's unreal. It's, it's irresponsible. I, I mean, forget, the, obviously, writing for townhall.com, you, you, know, you come from a per, per, uh, conservative perspective, your politics, but politics aside, Julio, as a professional journalist, that had to be quite galling to see just these uh, incredibly false and uh, slanted narratives come out of uh, CNN and MSNBC that bore no uh, resemblance to to what actually happened. I mean, it's, uh, again, as a journalist, that certainly has to be an insult to your professional integrity of anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Just because, again, there, there's, there's, no, there's no question on what happened that night. And it's because I was there, it's because people like Richard McGinnis, Drew Hernandez, uh, you know, a handful of other people were were all there, and when we we and look, you know, obviously we didn't go out that night to try to prove someone's innocence in sure. a shooting. Right. Uh, we were just there to document what was happening, and it just so happened that what we documented showed that this was not some white supremacist mass wannabe mass murderer. I mean, it, it never made sense from the get go, and yet I, I still remember waking up the next morning in Kenosha. Um, and seeing Congresswoman Ayanna Presley's tweet calling him a white supremacist, mm. uh, Rittenhouse. Yeah. I was just thinking, does, does she know that three white people were shot? I right. mean, and, and first off, we don't even know, we don't even really know who who was the shooter. Because, I mean, that was probably about four hours, or I'm sorry, not four hours. That probably was like only about six hours after the shooting took place right. when she sent that tweet. And so, like, there, there, there was still not a whole lot of information um like who was who and you know but but we did know that three white people were shot and it's like, and if this was some white supremacist he could have shot me right, right? i mean because i'm i'm hispanic i'm hispanic but yep. i didn't attack i didn't attack rittenhouse so therefore i didn't get shot and everyone who didn't attack rittenhouse is still alive it's just that simple so i mean this is a question that has come up a lot during the trial i mean people would watch this trial they'd see the prosecutors whether they were out of their depth or just trying to grasp at straws or what have you. 
Uh, was it just as simple as political pressure from higher up that this case was even brought to trial? I mean, you and several other your journalistic colleagues that were actually there covering the case are basically saying the same thing, that this should have never been brought to trial. So was it just as simple, Julio Rosas, as, as political pressure to, to get some sort of conviction? It, it, it's a couple of things. That is definitely one of it. Um, because you have to remember, the whole reason why this situation was able to even happen in the first place is because there was a vacuum of law and order. I mean, Minneapolis mm-hmm. is no stranger to that vacuum, and even still a little bit today in some areas. Right. Um, and so when when there's a vacuum of professionals, people are going to step up and people are going to step in. And, and look, people will say, well, Kyle Burton, shouldn't have been there? And I'll argue, well, the rioters shouldn't have been there. If there was no rioters, none of this would have happened. Right. Uh, but, and so... In terms of the legal case, because it doesn't matter, you know, this debate whether he shouldn't have been there, um, it doesn't matter in, in the legal case because he was. We can't undo that. Uh, so there, there's that. So they wanted to try to blame somebody for this terrorization, which uh, if there's anyone terrorizing Kenosha, it was the Blam and Antifa rioters, number one. But also just because I think the reason why the, prosecu- the, the case went so badly for the prosecution is because they were just inept. I mean, there's, there's that aspect, too. They, 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 it, it appears they just completely forgot to bring evidence when they were presenting their case to the jury that Rittenhouse was out past curfew. Right. I mean, that's the simplest. That's the, I mean, you know, it's just a citation. You know, it's not really it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but it's one of the easiest things to prove. And, yeah, he was out past curfew. There's no denying that, as were, again, the rioters. But they, they, they close their case, and then they try to come back to the judge and say, well, actually, no, we, we're going to bring that up after lunch. And the judge is like, no, you just said you're done with your case, so you're done. So that's why the curfew charge was dismissed. It's just like they just forgot about that. I mean, it was, it was just another example. It's a small but another example of just kind of their ineptitude. Uh, which is, and so it, it, there's, that, there's that aspect, too. But, but yeah, they, they just wanted to blame somebody for the chaos that Kenosha had last year. Right. But again, Kyle didn't start that. He, he was a by, that whole situation was a byproduct of people jumping to conclusions over the Jacob Blake shooting. Uh, and, and people, innocent people who had nothing to do with that suffered for it. Once again, we are joined by Julio Rosas, writer for townhall.com. Again, check out his fine work at that fine website, uh, townhall.com. We want to take a break here because we want to give uh, as much time as we can uh, to Julio to promote his latest book entitled uh, Fiery But Mostly Peaceful, The 2020 Riots and the Gaslighting of America. Obviously, a very relevant topic given what we're talking about here. Uh, Julio, if you could hang during the break, I promise we will get back and uh, we'll give you time and opportunity to promote your book and uh, where our listeners can check it out as well. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Why don't we just turn that TV off? 315 channels of nothing but bad news on. Well, it might be me, but... Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. Or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Want to give a truly unique gift at half the regular price? It's a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Float quietly along somewhere between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. To purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price, go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty mic? Not here you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios in this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms are always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, well then reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at ForeverCleaning.com. That's ForeverCleaning.com to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. ForeverCleaning.com. That's the number 4, E-V-R, Cleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag NARN Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, continuing our discussion with townhall.com writer Julio Rosas, who was covering the homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that took place over the previous uh, couple, three weeks. Of course, uh, Rittenhouse found not guilty of all five charges against him, and the verdict was handed down this past Friday. Obviously, want to transition now to a book that Julio has coming out soon. We'll get the details about when it will be made available, a book entitled uh, Fiery But Mostly Peaceful, The 2020 Riots and the Gaslighting of America. Uh, Julio, if I remember correctly, uh, that's kind of a, uh, a shot at the cryon that CNN put forth with uh, Omar Jimenez 
broadcasting from the unrest in uh, in Kenosha where there's uh, big balls of flame shooting up behind him, and it says the protests are fiery but mostly peaceful. Do I uh, Am I remembering that right, Julio Rosas? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, look, CNN hasn't been useful as of late, but it was very useful in giving me that title for my book, so I have to thank them for that. Absolutely. Well, obviously, uh, we talked about uh, your exploits uh, working for Town Hall. You were here uh, in Minneapolis during the unrest, again, in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, uh, where you, uh, was it was that here, Julio, that you got hit by the stray rubber bullet from the riot police? Am I remembering that right also? Uh, yes, but it wasn't a stray bullet. It was it was directed at me because there was no one else around me. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Now, that I didn't remember. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate the clarification on that. So, all right. So, uh, you have that, and obviously uh, what took place in Kenosha. So, uh, I guess there really isn't a lot of mystery as to your inspiration for uh, for writing this book, but um, you know you don't have to give it all away, Julio. But I guess uh, kind of talk about uh, your process. Were you approached to write this book, or did you say, "Hey, I've got some incredible tales about my time out there on the trail"? I mean, uh, how did this uh, project I guess come about, Julio Rosas? Well, so when everything first started in Minneapolis, and and shortly thereafter that, I, I never intended to to write a book. Uh, it, but sure. as time went on, um, I, I saw the need to have a physical medium of my experiences and the experiences of the people who were negatively affected by the riots. Uh, because as the riots were happening last year, you know, a lot of the mainstream media were trying to downplay it or trying to um, uh, justify it. Uh, and, you know, that's why we had like the fiery but mostly peaceful Chiron from CNN. And so uh, that, that was kind of the inspiration where it's like, no, the riots were real, the violence was real, the fires are real, and I know this because I saw it. Right. Uh, and so, uh, but I, I really realized that I needed to, you know, call people call people on the media and, and really put this into print um, after the January 6th riot, which I also talk about in the book because I was there covering uh, that as well. Sure. Uh, because now, because now, the, now there's a shift. There's been a shift in in the kind of ecosystem uh, because now they because before it was like okay, well these riots weren't really happening as they were happening, but now they say okay, yeah, there might have been some riots on you know, Main Street USA, but it doesn't really matter because January 6th happened, right. which is completely the wrong way to report news. Number one, but also number two, I mean it, it, we're we're talking about very two big very events in, in the country's history, um, and they need to be documented accurately. And in my opinion, all riots matter when we're talking about uh, the retelling of our nation's history. And so, you know, just as, you know, January 6th happened, so did all these other riots and actually more destructive riots uh, last year. But the reason why they have that uh, false narrative is just because of who is perpetuating uh, th- those two events, right? And so obviously they're, they're not going to want to uh, actually acknowledge the the BLM and Antifa elements of those riots just because you know they're ideologically more aligned than obviously Trump supporters. So obviously you've been uh, chronicling a lot of these accounts, which you which you talked about uh, in the book and promoting the the book itself. Uh, Twitter isn't exactly the place for uh, civil discourse. So uh, with that in mind, what kind of response? Uh, have you been getting? I mean, if you tweet out little uh, short bites of what you were enduring 
on the ground at these uh, at this particular unrest. Uh, were you getting a lot of pushback? Were people telling you not to believe your lying eyes, Julio Rosas? I mean, how did that uh, pushback come about? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, well, for for me personally, the the response to the book has been overwhelmingly positive, uh, just Good. because you know I I have made I've made a conscious effort to just simply uh, be somebody who when you know when covering these events because you know, no one's tuning in to hear a hot take of what I have about right. a riot, right? No one no one cares about that. They only care about what's going on, and I'm more than happy to be the person. I have been <laughs> one of the few people who've been willing to consistently go uh, into the fray to to show people, hey, this is happening in a major American city in in real time. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, maybe as the as we get closer to the launch date and we do, you know, the full on media tour, then maybe we'll start getting a little bit of pushback. But that's okay; they can talk and they can talk. But uh, nine out of the ten people who are going to criticize me uh, are, weren't even there. Uh, or and you know they they stay especially the media types they were holed up in their studio their or their home office uh, you know opining from from their you know ivory towers or, or what have you but I was actually chewing the dirt and that's how I know what I saw was was real. Yeah, and not so coincidentally, you know, we've alluded to obviously the unrest in the aftermath of George Floyd's murder. I mean, uh, you, you saw CNN really didn't broadcast some of the more heinous aspects of some of these riots and pretty well downplayed until the CNN headquarters in Atlanta was uh, under siege. That's when they, they really got serious about it too. So to, to your point, uh, Julio Rosas, uh, once it was uh, their own, that seemed to be under siege. Yeah. That's when they kind of seemed to take it seriously. Uh, we only have five minutes left with our guest, Julio Rosas of townhall.com. We do want to get to a phone call on line three. Mark is in St. Louis park. Hey Mark, you're on the Northern Alliance radio network. Go ahead. Brad, thanks for taking my call, and, and holy, I'll definitely have to get your book. Just a quick question. I assume when there's a killing, law enforcement, prosecution, subpoenas, uh, phone records, social media, et cetera, was there any evidence to promote this nar- white supremacist narrative on his social media or on his phones? I haven't read anything in, in the, on the Internet about that, and I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Julio, you have any insight on that? Uh, I'm assuming he's talking about like Rittenhouse's social media history. So yeah, yeah no, the, I mean, especially yeah, especially at the time of the the time of the shooting, there there was zero evidence to support this idea that Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. It wasn't until afterwards where you know he had that Proud Boy incident at at, at a bar in Wisconsin, mm, which yep has been so which has been so overblown. And just because, believe it or not, not every single American knows who the Proud Boys are, just because they you know have normal have regular lives. So, um, in terms of like again, actual hard evidence that he was a white, he is or was a white supremacist is just is just not there. And, and again, I'll just point to what happened that night because there were plenty of opportunities for not just him, but anybody that was armed to just start mowing down the black and brown people in the rioting crowd. But that's not what happened because that's not what they were there to do. And also, just really quickly, it's just because when he was interviewed prior to the shooting, he was saying like, "Yeah, I'm also here as a medic. I'm here to help people," and he did. He yeah, he put bandages on people. I mean, that that to me doesn't scream white supremacy. So he wasn't wearing the gloves to uh, wipe off fingerprints, as actor Matthew Modine asserted. Is that what we're understanding, Julio Rosa? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you know, there's a reason why there's a reason why Gunny Ermey called him Private Joker, and you know he he's still living up to the name. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, a, absolutely right. Uh, once again, Julio Rosas. I love, that, mo- I, I love that movie, by the way, too. I, I, I love the movie too. So uh, that's that's how I, <laughs> it's required. It's required watching for any Marine. Oh yeah, I've seen uh, it. I've so. seen it multiple times myself. So yeah, I so I, I definitely got the reference on that. But yeah, I, I mean that that's the thing. I think again, we get back to the journalistic aspect of this that has to be so frustrating. It's because. People, they see something and they cast aspersions without any context, without digging into any details. It's almost as if, Julio Rosas, that uh, uh, people want some sort of bias confirmed and therefore they're not going to go elsewhere to find any clarifying details. Again, as a journalist, I I, I can't imagine uh, uh, just how galling that could be. It's really frustrating. It's really aggravating. And I have to, I mean, I have to you know, take time to collect myself because they, they are essentially in a roundabout way. They're calling me a liar and mm-hmm. not just me, but all the, the other, the other journalists that were there in the front lines by people who weren't even there. Sure. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's beyond insult, it, but it, you know, I, as long as I always stick to the facts, which I always try to do, um, that's all, that's all, that's all I can, that's all people can ask for. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't think much is going to change in the media ecosystem, except maybe once uh, Rittenhouse starts winning the defamation lawsuits, maybe they'll finally start changing their tune and changing their ways. But we'll have to see. Once again, we are joined by Julio Rosas, writer for townhall.com, and has a book coming out soon entitled Fiery But Mostly Peaceful. The 2020 riots and the gaslighting of America. Uh, Julio, can you give us some sort of uh, insight? When can we expect the book? Uh, is it available for pre-order? I guess some of the logistics, if you want to share with our listeners, uh, feel free to do so. Yes. Uh, so it's coming out May 3rd of next year. Uh, it is available right now for pre-sale on Amazon. There will be other uh, places where you can pre-order the book. If you are not inclined to give money to Amazon, I totally get that. Uh, but... Yeah, so there'll be more. We'll, we'll, more information will be made available uh, as as we get closer uh, to the release date. And you know, yes, I, I hope people uh, buy it just because, again, it's it's a it's a physical uh, medium that you can you know throw uh, you know uh, peacefully throw at somebody if they start spouting off right. <laughs> uh, some of the uh, debunk uh, myths that the that they've been indoctrinated with about the riots. So. Is this your- um, you know, I, 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 I put a lot of work into it. Uh, I, I've been working on this for over a year, mm. and uh, it, it's, it's, it's been a labor of love, that's, that's for sure. Is this your first ever book? Yes, yes, I ne- and I'd never thought, I never thought I'd write a book, just in, in general, but, you know, uh, the situation dictates. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll definitely uh, look forward to that, uh, to that book again. It is available for, for pre-order uh, fiery but mostly peaceful, the 2020 riots and the gaslighting of America. But as Julio indicated, if you don't want to give your money to Amazon, we certainly uh, uh, understand that. We'll definitely keep you updated here on the uh, uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, about the availability at other outlets uh, as well. Julio, always an honor to be joined by you, sir. Thank you so much for the uh, work you put in. Glad you're glad you're safe despite uh, putting yourself in harm's way last year. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, maybe we'll catch up again in the future. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic with Charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine 
so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again. Because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Warning. 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 Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Step into Red Wing shoes for insulated waterproof boots. Red Wing features safety and regular toe styles to fit your job and lifestyle. Their footwear experts take the time to measure your feet and learn about your footwear needs, whether you're shopping for work, hunting, or recreation. Stop in and see them in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Don't forget to ask about their mobile shoe service where they can bring the store to you. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. 612, The Bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert. Just look at their Google reviews. Early Bird is your go-to resource for home inspections and problem solving. Small projects like adding an outlet and big projects like remodels and rewiring. 612, The Bird. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. Welcome back. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. I wasn't born for digging deep hole. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. Hashtag NARN show for any comments or questions. You too, huh? <laughs> and we all have the live stream up and going. At our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm waving at the camera right now. And, of course, Wild Wilson is tuned in. Hey, Wild, good to see you as always. Wild uh, with uh, comments uh, on the live stream. We appreciate uh, you listening. And many of you may be listening to the uh, podcast later on as well. Uh, we certainly hope that uh, you enjoy. Uh, again, our thanks to Julio Rosas of townhall.com. Got to look out for our fellow uh uh, Salem Affiliates, uh, uh, townhall.com also falls under the 
uh, Salem Media Group umbrella. So as we learn more about Julio's book, we'll certainly pass it along again. It is available for pre-order at Amazon.com, the book entitled Fiery uh, But Mostly Peaceful. And, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick up a copy of the book. Uh, Julio's been uh, very generous with his time. He came on this broadcast twice last year uh, in the aftermath of both riots that he covered, one here in Minneapolis and the other one in Kenosha, uh, to talk about you know what he saw on the ground. And uh, now he's come on to talk about his covering the Rittenhouse trial as well as promote his book. So, yeah, I, I definitely want to support this venture as much as I can. Uh, I've never written a book, and for people who have written books, uh, particularly their first one, they talk about what an enormous undertaking that is. So uh, I definitely want to support it. Again, it's available for pre-order at Amazon.com. But if uh, you want to, excuse me, if you want to maybe uh, check out other outlets or you know wait till it gets closer to the date when it's released, which is right now projected to be uh, May 3rd, then uh, we certainly uh, will understand that. Uh, we have a caller? On the line? Okay. Tom and Woodbury is on line one. Hey, Tom, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Hey, Brad. Hi. Just a real quick thought. I, I, I'd never heard this Julio speak before. I just want to say he's very well spoken, mm-hmm. and I like how he was right in there to get the real story. And I was just thinking, he reminds me of a history nut. He reminds me of Robert Cap, of the combat photographer. Mm, okay. He killed the president. Uh, he eventually killed Korea World War II, and then Korea got killed. Korea, mm, but uh, okay. he used to say, "He used to say, if if your shots aren't good enough, you're not close enough." And that <laughs> reminded me of that guy. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. So that's, that was it. Yeah, appreciate. I just thought of Robert Cap when I heard him talking. I'm okay, he was in there. Yeah, appreciate okay, it, Tom. Right. Yeah, thank all you. Right. It's like he. He had mentioned, uh, he corrected me on that. I thought he was hit by a stray rubber bullet when there was riot gear or riot um, control was taking place here in Minneapolis. And he said, no, no, they shot right at me. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, he got a pretty nasty wound in his abdomen area. He did post it on social media after that happened. And, whoo, boy, that looked nasty. Uh, uh, Yeah, so I'm glad. It's, uh, It's definitely... You have to be in vigilant pursuit of facts and love your job to put yourself in harm's way like that. And, uh, I, you know, to be, a, to be a journalist with ethics these days, and there are some of them out there. I mean, we just talked to one in the previous two segments. That has to be very frustrating. And as I mentioned to him on a couple of different occasions, how you have certain outlets that are basically giving your industry a bad name. And, and to see them doubling down on this particularly CNN, CNN and MSNBC, not even doing the basic research of the facts of this case in order to get a grasp on what happened. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, how, they, they, just incredulous how Rittenhouse could be found not guilty. Well, it's very easy to find right there in plain sight if you bother to do a little looking, but I'm guessing that's not your motivation particularly when you're so incredulous over the fact that he was found not guilty of five different charges. It, it, the facts are real easy to find. You're just choosing not to, to look where they are. Uh, you know, and uh, Jamel Hill, speaking of ESPN, Jamel Hill, who used to work for ESPN, I think she, she uh, writes for The Atlantic, or she used to. I don't know if she still writes for The Atlantic, but she's a far leftist and, and, a, and a black woman. And she uh, put out a tweet basically saying, you know, oh, this is America where... Uh, people uh, say that Trayvon Martin deserved to die, but Kyle Rittenhouse 
didn't deserve to go to jail or however she said it. It's like, no, which is a straw man. No one was saying that Trayvon Martin deserved to die. But people gleaned from the fact that George Zimmerman, who killed Trayvon Martin, uh, didn't get sent to jail. That's how people interpret that. Oh, well, George Zimmerman, he killed Trayvon Martin and he didn't deserve to go to jail. Well, that must mean uh, these people think Trayvon Martin deserved, deserved to die. Well, if you think that, again, it's called Google.com. Do a basic search and find out that George Zimmerman was being brought up on charges of second-degree murder, and that was it. No lesser charges, no other charges. And second-degree murder, you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. You were not going to get murder charges in that case. I get it, Trayvon Martin was unarmed, and George Zimmerman was armed. But given the facts of the case that the jury had to glean over, murder was not happening. So that was a classic example of overcharging. Would he have been brought up on manslaughter charges or some other charges? Possibly. But that wouldn't have been as glamorous. And that wouldn't have been as satisfying to people who were thirsting for revenge. So a lot of uh, lot of straw men, a lot of false narratives being perpetuated. And this this is this is something where, and I've said many a times that many media outlets they aren't willing to take a good, long, hard look at themselves in the mirror, where they say, how could something like this happen in a small town like Kenosha? Well, did you not realize that your own reporting on the shooting of Jacob Blake, which is why the protests were taking place, which devolved into riots? Because you reported that this was a guy who initially, and I fell for it. I, the initial reports I saw when Jacob Blake was shot black man shot by police was that he was at an apartment building looking to break up a dispute and as he was walking to his car police shot him in the back and if that's all you got yeah that would be cause for outrage wouldn't it but there was more to it it turns out that he was getting into a car and there was children in the car that he did not have custody of and he was going to drive away. And after police tased him, when he was to be placed under arrest, the tasing didn't work. And when he had a knife, okay, that's a lethal weapon, and police acted to stop a lethal threat. But that wasn't reported. And so because people surmised that, well, a black man was shot in the back by police because uh, he resisted arrest. That seems to be uh, overkill. Well, then people reacted accordingly and rioted in the streets. And then these media outlets can't understand why there was such unrest when they don't really grasp their role in that situation. And as long as that continues, we're going to see stuff like this. And they wonder why there's such a partisan divide when they, they themselves foment it. And if they would look at video, and you know what? I, uh, I, I'm fact-checking myself. There was a tweet that I put out after Rittenhouse was taken under arrest for killing two people and uh, mortally wounding another. I said, well, I saw the video, and Kyle's not in the clear here because he had a weapon 
which he was not allowed to possess, and he carried it across state lines. I fell for it. I, the tweet's out there. I didn't delete the tweet. It's still out there. I, I fell for it. I was ignorant. I was overzealous. And then as the facts came out, I realized I was duped. And I don't blame the media. I blame myself. Because as time has gone on, when I hear something like, well, a black man was, uh, uh, was shot in the back by police when he was just walking to his car, I don't take that at face value. I say, that sounds a little too overly simplistic. I'm going to wait for the facts to come out. And, and, it's a, and it's an absolute travesty that we can't wait for facts to come out that you can't just give a benign report of there's been a shooting reported at an apartment complex in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, The man was mortally wounded. That's all we have right now. As more details become available, we will release them. How hard is that? I didn't even go to journalism school. And this is what happens when journalism becomes narrative journalism. I mean, Jim Garrity... uh, came up with this phrase three, four years ago called uh, narrative journalism, where basically you have these reporters who see themselves as more than reporters. They see themselves, well, I'll, um, yeah, here's the definition. I just, uh, yeah, back in 2015, Jim Garrity came up with this. Early 2015, narrative journalism is preconceived storylines that fit a particular agenda or political or ideological view almost always progressive. So what happens? When you have a progressive journal that believes white cops are just indiscriminately shooting black men, and you hear of a white cop shooting a black man in the back eight times, you just run with that because it fits your preconceived storyline, fits your narrative, fits your template. Never mind the fact that he needed to be placed under arrest because he had an arrest warrant for violent crimes. And never mind the fact he got into a car that he was going to drive away that where there were children in the car. And never mind the fact he was reaching for a knife, which is construed as a deadly weapon. And police have the authority to stop a threat, a lethal threat, which they did. But because someone was exercising narrative journalism, they went with their preconceived storyline to fit a particular agenda or political or ideological view. Almost always progressive. And isn't it amazing when there has to be a retraction or a clarification? It's always in one direction. Isn't that amazing how that works? So there was a narrative that very day that was busted. And you hardly heard about it. Why? Because these people are so sensitive and they think of themselves so highly that they can't bring themselves to admit they made an egregious mistake. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And we may have a time for a phone call or two, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Right now, I'm getting bombarded with TV ads, postcards, and emails about Medicare Advantage programs, saying what I may be eligible for and what might be available. But don't tell me everything there is to know. Tell me what I need to know. Clear up your Medicare confusion with simple, easy answers at easymedicare.com. That's the letter E, the letter Z, medicare.com. Go to easymedicare.com or speak with a licensed agent at 1-800-991-4407 before December 7th. EasyMedicare.com. Speak with a licensed insurance agent or visit EasyMedicare.com Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. EST, Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. EST. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, has neither reviewed nor approved this information with regard to the federal Medicare program. EasyMedicare.com is powered by eTelcoid Insurance, Inc., a private, duly licensed insurance agency appointed by Medicare Advantage, HMO, PPO, and PFFS plans and standalone prescription drug plans and insurance companies holding Medicare contracts approved by CMS. Enrollment in any plan for coverage is subject to insurance company approval. This information is not a complete description of benefits. Contact the plan for more information. Limitations, copayments, and restrictions may apply. Benefits, premiums, and or member cost share may change on January 1 of each year. You must continue paying your Medicare Part B premium. Warning. Warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, Covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hi, Tom Atiny here. Are you thinking of buying your first home? The best place to start is with an easy, no-obligation pre-qualification. Just go to GetAloneWithTom.com. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARN Show for any comments or questions. Continuing our discussion of the uh, Rittenhouse acquittal, a young man who was uh, acquitted of all uh, all charges, including uh, two counts of homicide. Uh, a lot of what you heard during this case, when it became very apparent that Kyle Rittenhouse had a legitimate case of self-defense, uh, even though 
the media types didn't frame it that way. They they framed it as, oh, it looks like he's going to get away with murder instead of saying he has a legitimate case of self-defense. Uh, and I'll give credit where credit is due. We bag on CNN a lot here. And uh, pervert uh, legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin of CNN, you remember him, he's the guy who <clears throat> pleasured himself during a Zoom call when he didn't realize the camera was still on and was suspended for several months from CNN. Uh Jeffrey Tubin was saying a couple of weeks ago, as much of an idiot as Rittenhouse was for going into the fray, he looks like he has a legitimate case of self-defense. So I'll give credit where credit is due, but the vast majority of media types framed it as, well, it looks like he's going to get away with it. And, of course, the prevailing chanting point, as Mitch pointed out in his show yesterday, well, if that were a black man, he wouldn't be getting away with it. But literally, and I do mean literally that day, Later that day, there was a story out of Florida. This is from the Fox affiliate uh, in Florida. An Indian River County man on trial in connection with a deadly 2017 SWAT raid in Gifford, Florida, was found not guilty of five of the six charges Friday. Andrew Coffey IV was charged with second-degree murder of his 21-year-old girlfriend and three counts of attempted murder of law enforcement after the raid that led to an exchange of gunfire. He was also acquitted of shooting uh, of shooting or throwing a deadly missile. The sheriff's office claimed Coffey the fourth fired shots first at deputies during an early morning search warrant for narcotics at his Gifford home four years ago. According to an arrest affidavit, SWAT members returned fire into the bedroom. However, Coffey the fourth claimed deputies fired first. Uh, fearing for his life, Coffey the fourth told investigators that he fired two or three rounds. The sheriff's office maintained it announced its presence. Coffey the fourth told investigators that he didn't know it was deputies because they did not, not announce who they were. Oh yeah, uh, Andrew Coffey the fourth, he's a black man. Here you have a legitimate story showing that the right to defend yourself from unlawful bodily harm is universal for everybody. But yet you still had media outlets, even today on this weekend's Sunday shows, saying that, well, Rittenhouse were, black, were a black man. Well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have got away with it. And here you have an instance of a black man brought up on six different charges, acquitted on five of them. Now, apparently he still, uh, I guess he has a record and he wasn't legally allowed to own uh, the firearm that he had, and that could bring up to 30 years. I don't know that he'll get that, but that's a separate charge. But that, that again, flies in the face of another narrative. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was legally allowed to own the firearm he had, and as Julio Rosa said, it never left the state. It stayed in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So this whole business about crossing state lines, you know, people who just did did that were parroting chanting points. I'm raising my hand. I did it too. Back after he was initially arrested a little over a year ago. I I fell for it. Okay? So I, I, what was it the media says? I regret the error. (laughs) Sorry. So, yeah, this is is a clear-cut story showing that it punctures the narratives. Yet, you didn't hear, you hardly heard anything about it. I don't know if it was on any national news outlets. But why wasn't it? Because this would just emphasize what a complete failure 
and suspension of journalistic ethics took place. And to this day, you still have some people mourning the loss of the two black lives that were taken by Kyle Rittenhouse's gun. Again, this had to do with Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah, an undeniably white kid, shooting at three white people that were attacking him. And you know what? For a 17-year-old kid, he showed remarkable trigger discipline because there was no stray bullets. No one else was hit by his fire. It was aimed directly at those who were compiling a, a lethal threat. And by the way, this Gage Grosskreutz, who got his right bicep severed by Kyle Rittenhouse's gun because he came after him with a handgun, this guy is a record, a felony record, Gage Grosskreutz. Why, why is that not being touted? This is a white guy with a record who unlawfully has a gun. That seems to be in the media's wheelhouse. But funny, that isn't, that isn't, uh, that isn't touted as much. Oh, yeah, because he was there allegedly supporting the right cause, which was a Black Lives Matter rally. Do you honestly think three white guys with felonies, one of whom was undoubtedly possessing a firearm, do you honestly think their purpose was that pure, that they were there to stand up for black lives, including one guy who was shot, one of the white guys who was shouting the N-word, saying, shoot me, N-word? You honestly think their their purpose was that pure? Because if you do, you got more faith in them than I do. And again, their records, their background wasn't as relevant as was a lethal threat stopped with their killings. Was it just a justifiable shoot? And based on all the evidence from day one, yes, it was. So uh, this, look. If you think that Kyle Rittenhouse is celebrating popping the bubbly and, you know, like Scrooge McDuck swimming in a bunch of dollar bills, this is a set. When he was 17 years old, two people died because of him. That doesn't just go away. The stress and the trauma that he has to endure is going to remain for a long time because he was a young person that killed two people. So you want to say that. He is living large because of this, because he was bloodthirsty. Um, you obviously uh, completely underestimate human emotions. I'll just say it, leave it at that. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Arena Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourself a blessed week. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Your guests will be impressed when you serve them round ice cubes for their holiday drinks. Hi, it's PJ from PJ's Appliance. Check out our new LG refrigerators. They feature an automatic ice maker that creates bar-quality sphere ice. The slow-melting round ice cubes make every drink taste better longer. This little detail can make you the best party host on the block. Craft clear sphere ice right from your new LG refrigerator from PJ's Appliance. 
You know, we take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality appliances at unbeatable prices. Come see why PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers, dryers, dishwashers, and microwaves. Visit our showroom or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders. During a recent meeting, I was pretty amazed at how everyone got along so well, and we all agreed on just about everything. I think it's because we have strived for years to have everyone doing a job that they enjoy. We think that ends up being a benefit to our customers. When you like what you're doing, you tend to do a better job, as well as have a better attitude. Over the years, I've tried a variety of jobs at the Kingdom Builders. I've tried sales, project managing, installing doors, working in the office, but currently I'm installing gutters and loving it. It's a pleasure to be able to do my job well and enjoy doing it. So if you need a roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Happy. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.